Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and uh, I am almost finished with Arcane. I'm Jay, and I, I am finished with Arcane. With season one of Arcane, that's, that's all I'm doing. I'm Josh, and I feel like I'm purposely being shamed here. But I did I did start a new series. While I am watching Arcane on my own, I got a thumbs up from my wife for the first episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Have you guys seen this one yet? Uh, I have not. I don't think I've even heard of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's on Amazon. Well, maybe that's that's where I got it, right? Uh, the 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 sh- pitch this the main character is a coder, code monkey, right? And she has like a freak accident in, in an MRI machine, and she can now hear the innermost thoughts of people uh, as musical performances. So <laughs> what? So it's kind of like it honestly reminds me a lot of like the show the television show glee because it's like you know one of the first scenes after she gets out of the mri is like the entire neighborhood that she's in and i think it's set in san francisco that's the one that's got the golden gate bridge right yes yeah so anyway like this entire neighborhood sings like help by the beatles right okay anyway so it's that kind of stuff and so like my wife's watching it she's like this is my kind of show (laughs) If they keep it clean, and I'm like, well, okay, no promises, because I don't know, uh, I don't know. So th- that's my other new show. So I've, I, I guess I'm curious of your guys' opinion on this, but I would think that uh, the ability to read minds would be like or just hell about on the Earth. worst, the worst superpower you could ever get. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, what would be worse than that? <laughs> worse than that? I mean. Yeah. Uh, Jubilee and her little sparkly things, I guess. Well, there's that one X-Men that, like, he can, because his power, it's like, he, he his power is like to always be forgotten. <laughs> Have you seen that one? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I guess no, not. That's a, that's a real X-Men. There's an X-Men who, like, his whole power is nobody can ever remember him. And so, because so of that. he shows one, up for work in the morning and, and Wolverine's, like, you know, attacks him because he's, yeah. you know, he's trespassing again. Who the H are you kind of thing, right? Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to find it. I'll find it post fascinating. But yes, I agree, Jay. Uh telepathy of any form is is bull, is hell. That would be the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, um I guess some news from Discount Games Inc. Uh you can check out our, our Black Friday sales. Uh just search for Black Friday. Uh we'll be we have quite a few things that were either improving the price or if it's a, a Games Workshop item, uh, doing an extra rebate on. So check that out. Lots of good specials that you'll have available. Um, one other bit of announcement that is uh, 
something that I had worked on. I finally taught myself the very complex task of converting <laughs> a MP3 to an MP4 and putting a logo as, as the video <laughs> so that <laughs> the files can be posted up into YouTube. And so now you can, uh, on the, there's the chain attack channel that has chain attack or the, the discount games channel has uh chain attack, the meta and recalibration matrix. So yeah, we need uh, to update some of the images on the chain attack. Yeah. Holy cow. I went to the, the, yeah, there's still a picture YouTube, of Scott and there's a picture of Scott and a picture of Trevor with, <laughs> the babiest of faces. <laughs> like, oh, this is why he grew his beard because <laughs> he has such a baby face. <laughs> it was it was pretty amusing. Yeah, that that picture's uh yeah, probably. Yeah. Alright, well, our main topic for today is going to be holiday gaming. Uh Trevor, go ahead and lead us off. I think that you had the, the bulk of the things that we were, were thinking about. <laughs> meaning meaning he has an actual oh so i i have we're we're recording this uh two days before thanksgiving on the tuesday and i have today and tomorrow off and i have friday off from work um so i i sort of planned out what i needed to do and my my wife works for a school district so she got the same time off that all my kids have off which is the entire entire week so i you know i said well and always thanksgiving is sort of a gaming time for me it always has been um and that's never really changed so i you know i wanted to talk about what games you guys were interested in playing this year and maybe what ones you're going to try to get to the table um and uh you know i was going to talk about the ones that i'm getting to the table so i know we've talked about it in the past but the first game that i'm going to um, well actually let's back up i played it with the per- first game i played of this vacation was last night after i played D with my kids and it's the first time i've ever done it and um i was worried about how they were going to kind of latch on to it they're very video gamey board gamey they've done all that um but the idea of taking something from the screen to the mind to me, I was, I was just worried about how they were going to latch on to it. So we um, set up, and I the, the adventure that I'm running for them is the one that pretty much everywhere recommended, which is the Lost Minds of Fandelver, which is um, from the basic box set, basically teaches, introduces you to the game. Um, but the, that apparently that adventure is really good. And from what I've read, it seems really good. And from what we played last night, it seemed um and some of you may know, and may, or for those of you who don't know, my oldest son has autism. And so he sometimes has a difficult time communicating um, what he wants. Using the correct words, he'll, he'll use transpose the wrong words for things. And um, he also gets pretty emotionally invested in these sorts of things. In the past, when I've tried to get into board games, if his character died, if he got eliminated board game or something bad, happened, it would be usually an emotional breakdown. Um, he's gotten older. He's uh, 13 now, so it's not nearly. I'm sorry, he's 14. Now. Um, it's not nearly as big of a problem for him as it was in the past. But I was still concerned about it. But we sat down, and I I've been kind of putting this off. I read the adventure, well, honestly, years ago at this point, probably two. Okay. Wait, what adventure is it? Did you say the Mines of Fandelver? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Or the Lost Mines of Fandelver. It's it's like I said, it's it comes in the very it comes in the I ran I ran the first little bit of this adventure for my daughter who is now much more D&D-y than I have ever managed to be. Right, but it comes in that box set. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyway, uh 
the funny thing is, is my two boys, um, like my, my boy who's 10, he, um, I handed him his character sheet. Well, he created this character two years ago when he was eight. And his, his handwriting has clearly changed over the last two years when he went from first grade to third grade. Okay. And, and so I'm handing him this this, screen, this sheet that looks like a young child has scribbled on it with essentially a crayon. Um, you know, it's his own writing, but it's from years ago. <laughs> that anyway, is funny. So it's just kind of weird that they're like, they're kind of looking at these characters that they don't really remember, but that they created themselves created. And um, my youngest has this infatuation with calling her Bob. So like his, we'll get to the next game we're going to play, which is uh, called Clank Legacy. His character in Clank Legacy is not Bob. Um <laughs> His character, of course it is. Yeah, his character in in D and D is called uh, Bobasaur because it's a, a dragon. Dragonborn. Born. Oh, I love yeah. it. Bobasaur is an incredible <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah it, it actually works quite well. It's good he calls, stuff. He calls everything Bob. Like if he plays you know, anything online, he's if you're playing somebody out there and their name is Bob, you might be playing with him. Just saying. Anyway, so we we started playing and and I hadn't read the the adventure for two years so i'm like trying to like skim ahead while i'm running the adventure you know which is <laughs> a horrible thing to do mm-hmm. um but it, it actually turned out really well and my my um in that adventure you know small spoiler alert the first thing you run for goblin um and uh and your family my, has adopted them all just kidding <laughs> no uh you clearly don't i'm I'm just going to reoccur a theme from a previous episode. Uh, you clearly don't know my wife. Uh, <laughs> there's no way that these these goblins. But I started describing the you know the damage they were doing to the goblins, and it clearly upset my like my my son was his dragonborn is a wizard, so he was casting you know acid splash, and I was describing how the acid was burning the, the goblin's skin, and my daughter's just like she's giving me that look like you know like she wasn't sure she wanted to be take part in all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this murder hobooing <laughs> but anyway it was it was a blast my kids had a lot of fun and the kid who got the most involved in it was my oldest son that's awesome yeah he really walked away from it pretty excited and the funny thing is is when i kicked them out of the basement to record this episode i said boys come upstairs and the first thing out of their mouth when they saw me was, is it D?" nice <laughs> and i said no it's time for murder podcast crushed you're like it's tangentially <laughs> related kids so what what things are you guys planning on doing over the- well nothing now i'm depressed that i'm a terrible father and, <laughs> i mean my 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 one daughter who literally is dming her own games these days she will be there but uh there's no way i'll pull it off does, does she have problems getting other kids her age too? no no she's literally like she's running a group she's playing in a second group like she has found the college nerds. Like it's funny because she's um, off in college. Yeah, this this last um so last weekend, so the, there's a little team that would be um Han's age. I mean that Han would be their age. I don't you know what I'm trying to say. Right. That when he was in the hospital, they did a fundraiser for him. And then since he's passed, they they do have they've done a fundraiser every every year since he since he died and they take the proceeds and they they give them to primary children's hospital and they and part of what they fundraise is for cash but also board games right like right. the first year they did it after he had passed um the opposing team knew what found out what they were doing and when they came out to like shake hands after the so this is like a bunch of little 11 year olds right they came out to you know good game good game shake hands or whatever they, each of the other team members had a board game in their hand now bear in mind i have i have to 
swallow my pride a lot because they're most of them are mass market board games, right? Right. But whatever, they still get donated to these kids at Primary Children's and probably brighten at least one kid's day or something like that. So uh, the reason I'm telling you this is this last Saturday they were delivering the their fundraiser funds and games that they raised this year and had invited us to go with them as a family. And so we, we came down and it was really sweet. And, and then on the way back, they stopped at in Logan to watch a Utah state university football game, right? Cause this is a little football team. And, um, it was just funny because my, my D and D daughter, right. She just keeps looking at me and she's like, I just don't get this dad. She's like, do you get this? Like, you know, meaning sports in general. Right. And like, you know, team spirit and, and, all that kind of, cause you know, and I'm like, you know what? I, honestly, I, I kind of, I understand why you're asking me that. I'm like, I don't get it. Like I, I have terrible school spirit. <laughs> you know, like, you, you don't want any of that for me. But at one point in time, I finally looked at her and I'm like, look, this is that meme where the guy is holding the other person's lips and says, you know, Shh, let people enjoy things. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, you got to understand, like, this is for everybody in this stadium or most people in this stadium, this is their fanboyism, right? Like this is the thing that they find joy in. Right. And she, and it kind of like opened her eyes a little bit and, and she made this comment like, and I'm like, Oh gosh, you are so my daughter. You know, she made this comment about like, why is this so much more socially acceptable? And I was like, that's the part that gets me. Yeah. Well, I'm like, step back just a minute. And I said, bug, what's the, one of the highest grossing films in human history right? It's nerd stuff. It's Marvel, right? Like I, I'm like, I, I, I thought the same way you thought, but we're both wrong. Like we've been wrong. Like it, you know, and it, it, I don't know, it just kind of opened her eyes a little bit. And, and I said, and I said, and you have no idea, like you are, you are in so much richer of a world as a nerd mm-hmm, than, mm-hmm. than I was. And especially than like your grandfather was, cause my dad's a giant nerd, right? Right. Um, and, and so I don't know, I like, I, I just, I'm not willing to believe this sort of lie that we tell ourselves anymore that it's not socially acceptable. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's just, that's just not true anymore. Like, and it's discussed in different ways and by different people than you ever would have expected before. Right. So, geez, did you get me off on a deep enough tangent there? Or what? <laughs> am I, am I literally doing old man waves hand at clouds or shakes fist at clouds right now? That's what I'm doing. Isn't it? Well, one of the things that I, I asked um, was whether or not she could get her peers to participate is because my daughter, um, she's the game that she's currently infatuated with is called Genshin impact. Okay. I don't know if, don't know if you've heard of Didn't this you game. play that briefly, Jay? Uh, I installed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an MMO, right? Like it is. Of, of it's, it's a, Chinese-based MMO yeah. that is very anime-ish. In fact, some of the voice acting they have from it are voices that you would recognize from. Well, w- one of the voices I swear has got to be this exact same voice from um, uh, Sword Art Online. Okay. There, there, there's voices in there that I've heard in other anime. So you know they're clearly you know uh, English-speaking actors who are doing the voiceovers for the English version of this game. Who do English voiceovers for other you know, anime based things. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, this game is cross platform in that you can play it on the computer or I believe it's on Xbox, PlayStation, iPad as well. iPad. Yeah. It's, it's on a bunch of things and they're all cross 
cross-platform that you play together, okay. regardless of where you're playing from. And so my daughter's been playing it, and she's been playing it all by herself for quite a while. Well, she's been trying to get – there's two boys in the neighborhood who are friends of hers who she's tried to get um, to play with her. And basically they find every excuse under the sun as to why they can't play. And and the original excuse was, well, we don't have anything to play it on because um, the one boy only has a Switch at home and it wasn't released on a Switch at the time. It might be now, but it wasn't at the time. And so she went through and asked me if she could install Genshin Impact on two of the computers we have in the basement, her her own computer and my my wife's computer, so these boys could come play with her all in the same room, and she would play on the PlayStation. And I said, yeah, sure. So they did that one day. She was only she she hounds them every week to do this. Okay. And they've only done it once. And I know she's incredibly frustrated, but she just she feels like she's, you know, same sort of the feeling that we get when, you know, try to get someone together to play a four hour board game (laughs) is she's like she wants, you know, these two friends of hers to come play Genshin Impact with her for two or three hours on a Saturday or what. And they're just like, eh. Do you want me to send her my spreadsheet process for (laughs) sending out a survey with the quiz, you know, requiring a. Um, you know, it's funny, but I think my, my children are so not tech savvy and it drives me. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only father that has failed. <laughs> they, they, they come to me. They don't, they don't learn how to do it on their own. Yeah, that is the same problem, I think. So are you guys telling me that you guys really don't have any games planned? Well, not I mean, planned. Like I, I will give you the list that basically reads like a giant madman's wish list, but. You know, we we're actually going out of town for the holiday. Uh, you know, we have an Airbnb down where my other daughter's going to school right now. So we're going to we're going to go down there and spend uh, basically from Thursday. Well, Wednesday night, Wednesday night through Sunday there. And yeah, I have a list. And 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 at one point in time, I'm going to describe him as my likely next son in law. I think he will be there with us for some amount of time and even on thanksgiving day his parents are going to come you know meet us and spend some time with us and so i'm like curating games right now like should i pack that should i pack that you know that's basically what that, that's basically as far as my plans go right you're like me you're going to pack way too much and then none of it's going to get played a hundred percent a hundred percent like I always overpack board games during Thanksgiving week and I take them all and I'm like, we could play any of these. And they're like, how about we play Scrabble? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> uh, yes, that is what is going to happen. So I can read to you the list, you know, that I'm cur- that I currently have assembled that is nothing but ill-advised. Like for example, I think we're here here's the real fun game that we should play. What are the odds I give you a game and you you give me the over under odds that it will get played? Ooh, okay. <laughs> are you ready? Sure. In no particular order. Now first of all, also I think I'm going to start a new holiday tradition of we're going to be playing some <laughs> some games that I bought to give myself for Christmas. We're going to open them <laughs> now cuz you know what? I don't I shouldn't have to wait. You're old um, enough that you don't need to follow rules. Yes, right? Okay, so here's, here's the rules for this game that okay. we're going to play. Okay, I'm ready. So I'm going to set the first over-under, and then Trevor will pick either over or under, and then 
uh, Trevor and I will alternate back and forth, uh, setting the, the over-under. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. I feel like I should be held accountable for this in a week, but uh, no promises that that would actually happen. Okay, so first game. Yes, it's going to be part of the new you open Christmas presents on Thanksgiving uh, tradition. Uh, Micro Macro Crime City, which was a Spiel des Jahres winner this year. Um, it's basically Where's Waldo meets, I don't know, a detective game? Is that a fair way to describe this, Jay? I believe so, yeah. yeah I believe this, so. sort of, this sort of looks like um, uh, Scotland Yard. Sure, Does it have sure. any similarities to Scotland well, Yard? Well, it's co-op. <coughs> so you as a team, uh, you know, you, you're getting these little cards that say like, hey, we need you to find this person or like – you know, look for evidence of this crime happening or whatever, right? So, so the 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 map that looks at, that has a bunch of things on it going on is. Do you always play on the same map? I think there's multiple maps. Okay. I think. And and there's like little magnifying glasses too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, the production on it is like really cool looking, frankly. But um, yeah. So so that's I, the I'm one that I'm starting with. Set. I'm, I'm going to set the over under at 15. Brutal. This game is brutal. <laughs> mm, I actually think this one's going to get played. I'm going to take the over. Okay. All right. Okay. Next. <laughs> I'm so excited to pack this one. <clears throat> Clash of Cultures Monumental Edition. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give the over under at 2%, and if Jay picks the over, he's a dummy. <laughs> I mean, this would be one where you would pick the under, and the odds that you're getting are like you're, you're betting – a thousand dollars to win ten. Okay. <laughs> Before Jay picks, I feel that I need to give like full disclosure on a couple facts. Okay. I'm listening. You, remember, Jed and I have played this game now on multiple occasions. He <laughs> okay. is convinced well, hold, hold on. Are there going to be any other uh people, family members, kids of his age group at this event? Oh, well, no, actually, no. Mm, okay. And, and, and I mean, here's the other thing. Like, are we saying over under on this getting played over the whole weekend or just Thanksgiving Day? Uh, the whole weekend. Okay. Weekend, yeah. Because because I think your 2% is 100% accurate for Thanksgiving Day. But I just wanted to give that disclosure for uh, okay. you know, I'll, the whole I will, weekend. I will, I will write, raise it to 5%. Okay. All right. Jay. I'll still go under. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a, he's a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is uh, you know topical Dune Imperium. So this is the uh, worker placement slash deck builder uh, new Dune game. And is your son playing this with you? Has he? He has, and oh, yeah. actually my fourteen year old has played it with me also, you know, the Timothy Chalamet fan in the house. I will have to note that that Jed was playing it with me and his grandfather, Josh's father, and my wife, uh, when he saw some a shiny and midway through the game said, I want to go play that and got up and walked away. Just <laughs> FYI. Brutal. Put, as long as we're making full disclosures here. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go with four percent. Under. Way under. Is there is there a second option for going lower than that i want a big big payback here I want, okay. is there a zero option oh uh, yeah you, so you can parlay this and do the under <laughs> on uh it and uh clash of culture oh yeah i'll take both of that i'll take that combined that. is there a trifecta i could take <laughs> okay this is gonna be even better this one i think is even better than mon or than uh clash of cultures 
<clears throat> Oath, Chronicles of Empire and Exile. <laughs> Full disclosure, my 19-year-old has played this with me on multiple occasions. She will be present. It doesn't seem to be your favorite game, though. No, I wouldn't describe it as that. I'm, this is definitely like I'm indulging my father to play this 100%. Which, is your father going to be there? No, no, I'm saying that is what she is in terms oh, of. Oh, oh, I see. You know, uh, this is an awful two-player game, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's not, uh, I mean, I, look, it is impossible for me to speak ill of this game, Jay, okay? (laughs) It's It's not a good game. Okay, I think this is Trevor's turn. Oh, gosh. So, so this is, this is your, your oldest daughter and her husband. No, not my oldest daughter, my second oldest daughter and her not technically fiancé yet. Wait, I thought, I thought you were going, you're not going to where your oldest daughter is? No, they're still in Arizona, no, we're just going to the second oldest. Oh, okay. Oh, so I wish. Okay, so so it's just your second oldest, and then everybody younger than that, and then the the parents of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, that you know, but oh. that's only for like a few hours. That, okay. that we have that full. Con- um, I half a percent. <laughs> I think that's generous, but okay. I mean, can I give it a zero percent? There's no under there. You have to take. The uh, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we're we're going under half a percent. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the payout is negative. I like you, you take the under. Okay, so I, I am now going to give you. I've got, I've got. Uh, okay, well, I've got four left. Sorry, I'm laughing. I'm sorry, at myself. I'm sorry. We're breaking your. This seems so unlikely. Are you kidding? It's just so entertaining to me to <laughs> to be reminded of how ridiculous I am. Like the thing that cracks me up about this is that, like, do you have like a bag of holding in your vehicle but you have so much space that you can pack these board games that are never ever going to get played also yes on yeah yes to both questions jay i will have to send you guys the bag that i bought years ago that is actually like a drum kit bag that is an amazing so i can fill it with shattered dreams like just as (laughs) like and that is what i do right um okay so okay so the next four i'm going to give you are ones that I want the over-under on them actually getting played with this mixed group. Because these are ones that I'm packing that I'm thinking like... Oh, you're packing these specifically for the... the yeah, like, family. yeah, I think that this could happen kind of thing, right? Okay, so... Okay, so to give... Real quick, I want to give one more ridiculous one before I start on the list of potentially reasonable. Can, okay. I, can I ask you another question before we get too far into this? How yeah. old How old is this other the other parent? Um, I think they're pretty, no, no, I think they're pretty close in age to my wife and I, like, this is the, the boy that my daughter's dating is their oldest son. Right. So, so they might even be, maybe they're a tiny bit younger than, but, but I think, I think in our similar age, mid 40. And, and do you know where, where do you, have you met them before? Where did they go to school? Do you know I've where... met them. We met them at Utah state at this football game just briefly. Okay. Okay. Um, and I've seen, like, here's an interesting disclosure. Like, her brother is, like, a set designer. And so they they have a picture of the, their whole family in Assassin's Creed cosplay at Fan X. Oh. A few years ago. Right? So I think that was dangerous because that gave me, like, this weird... It gave you hope. You have hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, right? Yeah, they shouldn't have done That was not I, right. I, I feel it was right. Yeah, it was. Okay, <laughs> continue. Okay, so my one last ridiculous one, just so you guys can give, see if you can go under half a percent. Food chain magnate. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the house will not even put a bet on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> point, right. point one percent. So I broke the rule of the game. <laughs> Fine. Uh, okay, 
So the first one that I'm like... So I feel like on these, you have four, you said? Yeah. Okay, I feel like we need to... I, th- I feel like you should tell us which four they are, and then we'll do the over-unders, because you're only going to... Like, whichever is the most likely is going to push out the other one. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right, because it's not like you're going to get all of it. Okay, okay, that's fine. I will... Here you go. I will list the... <clears throat> so, Not Alone, which is the uh seven player game of hide and seek on an alien planet um <clears throat> that sounds more physical than it really is you're playing hide and seek on with yeah, yeah car- with cards right cards okay yeah. uh deception murder in hong kong which is i would describe as in the vein of a werewolf style game right but instead of trying to find werewolves you are um you're trying to identify a murderer and the tools that they used for their murder etc right so that's okay. deception is, murder in hong kong does this have sort of the similar vein to werewolf in that certain people yes, open their like, eyes close their so, eyes there's yes an yeah you have people that are assigned to be the detectives you have uh, one person that is the murderer you have one person that is their accomplice yeah and th- those all have just slightly different um powers right okay okay so yeah it's it's very much in that vein okay um Quacks of Quedlinburg. Uh, okay. I'm packing because I know my family will play it, but it is only a four-player game, so that, frankly, may weigh against it. Okay. And then um, God's Love Dinosaur, which is a five-player... I'm trying to decide how you describe God's Love Dinosaur. A five-player... Um, it's a tile, tile placement. placement game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a tile, tile placement and um, combo game, I guess. You're trying to build together combos. Those are my four. Um, okay, so I, I'm going to craft what I think the over. Okay, so I think that there is a 15% chance that any of these games get played. Savage. And I think that that the there is probably a 7% chance that it's deception, murder in Hong Kong, and only because I think your daughters will probably push for it. Okay. Okay. And then the other one I think will happen is that Quacks. Uh, Quacks of Quellenberger will get played, and the uh, the couple that are showing up, the other parents, will not participate. I think that's the other most likely scenario. I don't think there's a chance that Not Alone or uh, Gods of Dinosaurs gets played at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. I've I was gonna go like sixty percent on Deception. Okay. You've played Deception, right, Jay? No, I haven't. Uh-uh. Oh, I thought you had played it. Uh, so I obviously I would have picked over on Trevor's, <laughs> and he would pick under on mine. Uh, <laughs> I probably would have said like thirty percent on Quacks of Quedlinburg, okay, and fifteen on Alone in the Dark, and probably fifteen on Gods of Dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. I, All right. So I, here- I don't. I don't. I think there's a strong chance that no game. Can- yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially because you've told me that they they watched a college and you're doing this on thing right right well i was talking about for the whole weekend oh well i was i thought we were talking about just thanksgiving yeah no for those four we were talking about on thanksgiving day with with the mixed crowd right does that change your percentages heavily yes yeah 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 yeah. that's reason i do i do think it's interesting that both jay and i think the deception i probably agree with honest and and the reason why is i feel like it requires the lowest amount of effort for someone to be involved and the fact that it will go up to 
uh, I mean, you could have 12, 12 players in. No, yeah, Deception does 12. Not you alone. Everybody yeah, there. Yeah, you could put everybody there in the game regardless. Yeah. Whether, you know, whether they wanted to participate or not. And the reason I, I lean heavily towards Deception is because it seems like the type of game that your older daughters lean, and your youngest daughter leans toward. Right, right. This is the type of game that they really want to play. Uh, not so much with Buck, but the other ones, this is the type of game they would want to play. So I just I just think that they'll push toward. Yeah. Okay, so that was a, a totally amazing game. I'm going to play it every Thanksgiving from now on. <laughs> but I want one final follow-up to the game, which is what what game would the two of you pack? What one game would that you think ha- would have the highest odds for that mixed crowd? Are we talking the your family and this other? Like I'm sh- I just show up at the door with, or or is this me and my kids and? <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a good question. No, do it for my family. Do it for do it for this particular situation. Oh, I want um, you to be the game sommelier for. <laughs> so, uh, I, this is just off the cuff. You're sort of catching me off guard, but I would bring Captain Sonar. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So I've had really good luck with it. Um, it's something that non-gamers kind of immediately latch onto and understand the concept of without having to explain anything. Yeah. 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 And then there's, you know, the simplified rules that make it very easy to get everybody in pretty quickly. Um, I generally, when I introduce people, I even got my father to play this, which is, I mean, that's a Whoa. big stretch. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, I normally play the first game. I play uh, uh, basically synchronous or asynchronous where you're, you you take one turn at a time. Oh, so you're not doing live. Yeah, the, 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 the introductory rules, basically, you take one turn. Okay, you know, the, you talk back and forth. Everyone hears the stuff. You, you do one movement each. Okay, and then you take the next move, and every everyone does one move in each, and okay. they can do all the same things they can do in the normal game. But it's not it's not it's not high pace. It's something that's very easy to introduce mm-hmm, to people, mm-hmm. and then and then you can kind of turn them a little bit loose afterwards. And that has always been a pretty big success for me. Um, but I don't know. And it does uh, up to eight, right? Yeah, it'll do eight people. Uh, no, it does ten. It'll do ten. Okay. Pretty sure it'll do captain, navigator. Uh, engineer. I don't remember all the positions, but I'm pretty sure it does five per side. Five per side. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the captain basically does. You know, look yell, good. Yeah, yell, yeah. Command to the right. To his- all right, Jay. Let's hear yours. Um, I mean, the main one that had popped into my head was was honestly really close to one that you're already taking. Um, with with deception, but I had thought of something like the Resistance Avalon for okay, just like okay. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quick, quick social game. So yeah, and that probably is the smart. You gotta, you gotta keep it on in the social arena. Yeah, I mean, some of the ones I've always been um, successful with are, are ones that are really simple to explain and visually are interesting. The other one I've always yeah, had success yeah. with, and it's not a great, it's not a great example here, but Labyrinth. It's only a four-player game, but I can, I can explain the concept behind it in just a couple of seconds oh man trevor i just remembered one that is in my christmas pile that i should probably break tradition for which is canvas oh yeah problem is it only does up to five right yes yes it only does five but i think we well, have different. a big you have a big drum bag just throw it in canvas is, <laughs> canvas is it's canvas's waiver that's true yeah it'll go right in the bag of holding no problem <laughs> <laughs> All right, great recommendations, team. Thanks for the game. Jay, how about your Turkey Day plans? Uh, okay, so um, I guess this is a tale of uh, making plans and then having them 
butt up against the cold hard facts reality. <laughs> oh, so just like my game that we just played. Yes. So uh, we were going to go to a friend's house for Thanksgiving, but I have a little bit of a head cold. Oh, and no. So uh, we're likely just going to nix that. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm on the mend. I'm probably not contagious at the point, but it's just not worth uh, being that guy who gets everyone sick. Right, right. Um, so we're probably just going to like order some take and bake pizzas on Wednesday and then eat them on Thanksgiving and, you know, that'll be fine. Um, then the other part was we had planned to do a trip to Vegas on Saturday through Wednesday. And I need to talk to Brian about it, but there's a decent chance that uh, that's not going to happen because our cat who has been oh losing weight she, right. she she hasn't taken like a sudden turn it's just she she just seems like really frail right now and Brian's mm-hmm. a little, little concerned about leaving her and yeah, so, yeah uh we'll we'll see what happens with that i guess so what but do you, what do, you, do you normally just like leave your cats well run kind of a muck in the house when you're gone um i you, mean do you have someone watching them Previously, when uh, before Lucy got sick, uh, we would just leave out some food and water, and they would run amok, and it would be fine. Right. Um, now Lucy is basically to the point where she can't uh, eat dry food anymore, and you obviously can't leave out <laughs> wet food for like <laughs> days on end. Oh uh, yeah. And so I have either friends or an, an employee that will come and feed them once a day and check up on them, you know, et cetera. So, but we don't have anyone who's like, you know, coming in and staying at the house, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. If, if I did go to Vegas, the plan was that I would uh, get uh, a little bit more of breath of the wild played and do some more reading. What are you currently reading? Um, I'm getting close to finishing up Dune, which Leads me to, uh, have you made your final decision yet, Josh, on what I'm going to be reading after Dune? Oh, I forgot that the due date was going to be sneaking up on me. Uh, What did I I suggest? Freak, I had one in mind. Oh, I really do think, I really do think you should do Children of, um, Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Yeah, I think that was who you were considering before, or what you were considering. I'm half tempted to, um, <laughs> to like go against the spirit of the game and recommend a book that I haven't read yet because I want you to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the goes against revenge of me. Uh, oh, it would be like twenty thirty four or whatever thirty twenty yeah. that stupid book because the one that the the one that I really want to read next is called. This is how you lose the time war. The time war, yeah. Um, Which so is just that, a, that one. That just one even fantastic title. Yeah, yes. the title has it, me sold. Like I don't just know what reading it is, the title is why it. I put it on my. Uh, I think it's a shorter novel too, because it was it was the a uh, 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 2020 Hugo Award winner of best novella. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. So oh, it's probably you're not selling, that long, you're selling right? me some. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I've told you that one of the things our my family will be doing this. We started a few years ago the um, uh, Yola Boca Flood tradition, which is a yeah, Ice, Icelandic tradition of ev- you give everyone gives 
you know, you draw names and you give the person you drew a book and then that's what you read on Christmas Eve. Right. And we've really loved doing that as a family. So basically, whoever I whoever's name I get, unless it's maybe the eight year old, I almost guaranteed this is the book they're going to get. So the how to lose a time war is the alternate one you were considering. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's one I mm. haven't read yet that I, yeah. that I would be like. <laughs> well, is the other one the other one's the first in a series? Is that correct? It, there are two books in uh, Children of Time is the first one, and then Children of Ruin is the. So I don't know if I don't know if you consider it a series. I, you know, Children of Ruin is a, a duology. Scene. Yeah, yeah, that's the right term. Because I don't think there's another one coming. Even though I, I, I don't know. I would be amazed to see what what he with another version, right? But or another book. But so I'll put it to you that way. So I, you here's, should choose here's what, one of those two books. Here's what I will do, Josh. Uh, I should be able to get through. How to Lose a Time War uh, faster than the duology. So I'll read that first, and then I will proceed on to the other one. Yes, delicious. <laughs> um, well, we're, we're close to time. Was there uh, any things wrapping up that, that you guys had to go over? Oh, I didn't. I didn't do stuff. I, I got oh, a well, lot. Of okay, speed round, Trevor. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so uh, today, I have a friend coming. We're going to continue our game of Clank Legacy. Um, where not Bob will once again try to delve down into the the tombs and ruins of the world and and grab gold and bring it back. Um, we actually have a lot of running jokes in that game. If you have not, if you enjoy Clank even a little bit, um, it is one of the best legacy games out there. Um, it's quick play. It's very humorous. The the fun we've had is is hard to sum in uh, just a few words, but it's great. Play some Clank Legacy. Um, we're we're planning on playing multiple games of D and D over the week with my kids. I have a D and D game with my high school D and D group on Friday, and um, the Blood Money is the newest expansion for. Oh shoot! I just forgot what it's called. What's the uh, Wild West game that's like Zaya? Oh, that's like Saya. Um, oh, for pity's sake! West Western Legends. Thank you. Okay, so West, I'm I I'm going to play a game of Western Legends um, this week with the new expansion, Blood, which I think is going to be fantastic because I went all in on the Blood Money Kickstarter, <laughs> which which gave me like so normally the the a lot of the the tokens you use in the game are very Western themed. They're like some of them are poker chips, et cetera, et cetera, and they're all you know they're made of cardboard. They're 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 just normal board game things. Well, um, highest level of the Blood Money backer on Kickstarter gave you all kinds of things like the this really luxurious deck of cards that goes in it and takes over for the normal deck of cards. And it, it replaces all of the cardboard uh, poker chips with clay ones. Like I just, I have all of the really nice stuff now. And I, I bought the um, neoprene mat last time that they tried to sell me something. And I was like, no, I really, okay. Yes. I'll buy everything. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so anyway, I have, basically everything now and that game's a lot of fun so we're going to play a game of that this week and then my wife recognized bless her heart she recognized that i've had a board game a couple years now actually long but it's been for quite a while and i haven't played it and part of the reason why i haven't played it is because i just haven't had time to read rules or i haven't taken the time to read rules and so she's reading the rules for me and she's gonna she's gonna try to teach it to me and the kid. okay so um uh and that's it's a remake of a game that was made a long time ago, but I bought it for a reason that was somewhat misguided. Okay. It's, it's Siege of the Citadel, the Mutant Chronicles Siege of the Citadel board game. It's the second printing of it. It just um, was shipped out last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And I, I never played the original. The second one sold me because it said it was a co-op game fun to five players. And we have, you know, it's my wife and I and three kids. So anything that's co-op and five players, I'm like, yeah, we'll, I would, I'll pay whatever to try to get a game that my kids will play with me. Right. Well, come to find out it's co-op, but it really co-op is only, I think, for four players. And the fifth player is, and you can play oh, with like it's one against many. Yes, it's one against four normally, or you can play four against an AI deck, I believe. Um, I again, I never, I've never read my wife, so we'll we'll see. But I'm, I don't know that that's the one that I may not, we may not. All right, well, uh, everyone, let us know your holiday gaming plans, what you think are great games for holiday gaming, and uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>